What up, everybody? Welcome to this episode of the podcast. Today, I sat down with our Salt Company residents. There are three of them, Cole Williams, Chandler Langman, and Taylor Newby, and I asked them one question uh, where they shared some stories about what God has kind of taught them throughout their years of being in college and uh, their advice to younger students. So I hope you guys enjoyed getting to know them a little bit. Here is the episode. Alrighty, everybody. Welcome to this episode of the podcast. It's a beautiful day. The sun is shining. The snow is melting. And I'm joined by three guests today. This is going to be the craziest episode I've ever had. Hello, residents. Hey, Mikey. Thanks for having us. Good morning. (laughs) Who am I sitting down with? Why don't we start right here to my right? What's Um, your name? (laughs) I'm Taylor. Taylor and newbie. Welcome to the podcast. And across from me. I am Chandler. Chandler um, Langman. Yep. And I am Cole Williams. Cole Williams. Mm-hmm. How are you guys doing? Good. Happy to be here. Anything yeah. crazy going on? Just this heat wave. We're like at heat wave. 30 right now. So. 30 degrees. Feels amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stepping a lot of puddles these days. <laughs> <laughs> Feels good. So uh, actually, why don't we just, one of you want to say what the heck it is you guys do? What does it mean to be a salt company resident? You guys are our first residents ever, our guinea pigs, and mm-hmm. you've been through the ringer a little bit. So yeah. Uh, right now, what day is it? February 22nd. We've changed your job description to bunch. But what is it you guys do now? Somebody want to answer that? Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor yeah, understands. yeah, I can answer. Um, we are on staff with Salt Company. And we have D groups. And we hang out with freshmen. Mm. Um, or Chandler hangs out with IFC peeps. And we're in VST, which is a theology school. Jeff Dodge is our professor. It's very fun. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. That about sums it up. Yeah. You guys enjoying it? Yeah. It's yes, very fun. It's a two year thing, mm-hmm. loose two year commitment. You guys are doing a great job. It's a lot of fun to have you guys around. So thanks. Thanks for saying oh my that. Gosh. Yeah. Hey, no problem. Oh my gosh. Um, all right. Our question today, the prompt of the podcast that we're all going to answer is a simple one. It's if you had a megaphone that you could speak into and every single college student in the world could hear one thing you have to say, what would you tell them? Hmm. Who wants to go first? Chandler, go. You you want to start with mine? Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, go for <laughs> it, Chandler. Set it, set the bar really high. Yep. And then we'll come in and fill the rest of the space. <laughs> All right. So I love using the wise words of others over my own because most of mine are not that smart. So um, <laughs> um, not true. I was thinking about this and I wanted to pull from a, a 17th century uh, Puritan named Thomas Gattaker. Um, so he said, the soul of man bears the image of God, so nothing can satisfy it but he whose image it bears. Our soul was created as by God, so for God, and is therefore never quiet till it rests in God. Mm. And I'm I think sorry. that's sweet. Taylor's Just kind of like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like the how the world will never fulfill you. Um, I mean, yeah, for all the Christians and those that aren't out there, just you won't find rest until you find God. Hmm. Nice. Why, why, uh, why does that speak to you? Why would you want to tell that to everybody? Uh, yeah, most of my life was not a Christian. So, um, yeah, praise God, came to know him my freshman year in Salt Company at Veritas Church. Um, but really, yeah, I spent the entirety of my life before that searching for rest in one place, person, or another thing. 
um, and never found it. And yeah, now I have. So hmm. praise to Jesus for that. Totally. So actually kind of going to your story a little bit, like what was your life like before Christ? Why are you so passionate about specifically mm-hmm. good theology? Because to some random person who's listening, they're like, <laughs> why did he just quote a 17th century Puritan? But to us it makes yeah. perfect sense because you love good theology, you love learning. So where does that come from? Uh, yeah, I mean, to start off, it was just that I knew absolutely nothing. I think the first night that I had a conversation with Ryan when I came in and um, was kind of like, what is the Old or New Testament? Like, I don't even get what these words mean. Like, mm-hmm. the Bible is just something that's been kind of a paperweight in my room for however long I'd had it since my mom bought it for me. Um, so, yeah, just kind of like a late start to the race, if you will, it felt like, and just seeing like, okay, one, I just see what sin is so clearly having like, especially in my first year of college, just dove mm-hmm. into it so deeply um, and like search for fulfillment in all of that, but then finding that it did fall short and um, coming to repent and believe in Jesus afterwards. But like the emphasis afterwards of saying, okay, one, like this means absolutely everything. Like it's not that it means kind of something or mm-hmm. it's like partially important, but it means absolutely everything or nothing at all. Um, so coming to have faith, it was like, yeah, like I want to actually not only like know what I believe about God, um, but always be like open to correction from that, from God's word. So just kind of that journey of like, as I've read more of his word, um, it's just kind of produced more of a joy and more of a uh, desire to not only like know more about him and his word and through that, just our relationship that we have with him as Christians, but also to be able to uh, better share that with people and um, guide other people that either aren't in Christ or are uh, kind of still wandering one way or another, looking for a security in the promises. So, hmm. yeah, your story is fascinating because I, by God's grace and by his blessing, never really had a, a like phase in my life where I was actively searching for anything or like really wandering away. But you, it's kind of like the opposite. I always wonder like what it would be like to live not knowing the truth and like searching for it. And you're kind of like that guy for me that, Oh, there's people out there who are looking for truth and the word of God is waiting to like fall (laughs) upon your ears and you will believe and you will follow him. You know what I mean? So yeah, you got a great story. Did he miss anything in his story or anything? Oh, uh, no, it's his story. (laughs) So I trust him telling it. Um, I was going to ask you something else about that. Whatever. I'll come back to it. Cool. Anything else you want every college student in the world to hear? Uh, less serious is Jack's Pizza. Um, <laughs> one, if you're buying it for more than like two fifty each, you're overpaying. Oh yeah, wait, you're a big deals guy. Oh yeah, big where's big the best place to find guy. deals? Uh, depends on what you're looking for. Let's say I'm looking for a good Jack's Pizza. A good Jack's Pizza, <laughs> Menards usually. <laughs> Menards. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't know why, but Menards has great prices on them usually. So interesting. What if I wanted to buy a car? Where do I go? Oh, well first get a Costco membership. Um, and then talk to them with their auto program. You either get 500 off a used car or a thousand <laughs> off a new car and they send you to a dealership basically. So you get to go to a dealership. It's not like too restrictive, but they just, yeah, I don't know. What if I want to buy a dresser? Where do I go? Facebook marketplace. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> there it is. Great. Thanks Chandler. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff, man. Oh wait, I didn't finish. Yeah, my Jack's Pizza one. Oh yeah, yeah, go for it. <laughs> All I was gonna say was, man, if you're just having like a regular Jack's Pizza and you don't toss some cayenne pepper on there mm-hmm. and uh, some garlic seasoning, you're missing out. Would definitely recommend. 
So they don't season it enough. It's not that it's bad. It's just you get what you pay for it for like a two dollar pizza. So you can really take it up a notch and Jack's make pizza it nice. Yeah, let him know. Let him know. Yeah, sponsor mad, me, but... please. Actually, no, I don't need any more. Yeah, <laughs> that ain't good for you. Yeah, it's not bulking season. Oh my gosh, Taylor, how about you? If you could tell every college student in the world something, and they would listen to you, what would you tell them? Well, I've thought about this for about <laughs> six minutes, and um, <laughs> sorry, uh, I'm gonna have to say I'm gonna say if I if I had a megaphone situation, I would tell every college student to submit to the church and hear me out. I want to say something a little a little flavor of cliche <laughs> mm-hmm. of love Jesus, read your Bible, pray all the time, mm-hmm. invest in community. Um, but really the, the little token phrase, I feel like that encompasses all of that is, is submit to the church, be teachable, be invested, provoke your brothers and sisters to love and good works. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Why, why is that important to you? Because yeah, Chandler was like really (laughs) based off of his story. You're just based off of your story. story. (laughs) Go into it. I did not. I was not a... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I my fruit was not submitting to the church and I uh, didn't grow up in the church uh, started following Jesus when I was like 16 I was a train wreck still am but a little different and uh, came to college got in salt company started asking a lot of questions I never really uh, been taught or led before and so I wasn't the most teachable I was a little jerk mm-hmm. um and saw the value of, you know, people discipling me, sitting down, opening up the Bible, telling me uh, what it looks like to actually follow Jesus and have humility and, again, stop being a little jerk. When and you say stop being a jerk, <laughs> what does that mean? Because there are people listening who are probably being jerks but don't know they're jerks. <laughs> I would say that you're probably being a jerk, no offense, and also know I've been there, if you are not listening, um, have a hardened heart, Feel like you know what's best because sadly, if you are a teenager or in college in general, you probably don't know what's best. (laughs) And that's okay. There are people for that. And that's why you should submit to the church. Um, Yeah. So what the process of not being a jerk to where you are now? Because I'd say you're not a jerk anymore. Would you guys say she's a jerk? I'd agree with that. <laughs> Thank you. You're not a jerk. So how'd you get Thank to you. not be a jerk? <laughs> I mean, a lot of prayer and like a lot of like, uh, honestly, and when I say prayer, I mean like just going to God and being like, I'm, I'm really confused. And um, what does your word mean when you are telling us what it looks like to follow you faithfully and obediently and um, asking a lot of questions to people who are older, people who know, um, for me, it was lo- the people on Salt Coast staff that really like met me where I was at. And so asking questions, being really transparent with the Lord of just confiding in him constantly and opening up his word and asking for a softened heart and bringing your questions again to people who are smarter than you and can answer them. Nice. That's great. And for all the ladies listening, you would be a great person to talk to. Yes, ask me any <laughs> question. I've probably already asked it in the wrong way and then the right way. <laughs> so Yeah, and you know, the people who sat you down were, like you said, Salt Coast staff. Not that there's anything special about that, but now you're in that position, mm-hmm. able to kind of give back to people who are 
Also jerks. I'm yes, kidding. I'm very thankful. I'm very thankful. <laughs> I was a jerk. I was a jerk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nobody so, be offended. <clears throat> submit to the church. Cool. <laughs> Anything else? Um, of course. So, uh, you know, to to all the brothers and sisters out there, my last <laughs> megaphone moment, okay, is you don't have to be married by <laughs> your senior year of college. Hey, that's a great one. You don't have to be married by that's the time you graduate. You don't. Like, you, you just don't. I think, you know, everyone really, they start out freshman year looking for a husband, looking for a wife. Sure. It's okay if you're 21, 22 and not wifed up yet or husbanded up yet. All three of you are graduated, working full time. And not married. And not married. And <laughs> yes. Yes. yes, thank you, Mikey. You're doing fine, right? <laughs> yes. Some may be better than others. I'm kidding. <laughs> Hang in there. Hang nice. In. That's actually good advice. Thanks. You don't have to be married. I've yeah, thought a, about it long and hard. It's a very cultural, uh, very cultural thing that's like that goes on around here. Yes. Because like if you go anywhere outside of Midwest or even just outside of, like the small city. Oh yeah. Uh, people don't get married at. Oh, when I was in 21. high school and I told people I was gonna do salt company, I was gonna join salt company. They said you're gonna be married by the time you graduate. Hmm. And you know, I said hopefully. <laughs> I'm just kidding, but I yeah. That's the it's the norm, but you don't have to be. Yeah, and, and it's not actually the norm. It's just. It's just those stories are kind of loud, and so those are the kind of ones you hear about. Yeah, and that's actually not even a helpful narrative because there's nothing special about getting married young. Follow where God's (laughs) leading you. Everybody's story's different. You don't have to put other people's stories on yourself and and then compare yourself to them and try and fit in their shoes. Mm -hmm. That ain't gonna work. It's good advice. Anything else? Um, keep them coming. No, I I don't think so. I'll keep thinking about it though. Okay, if you yeah, if you have any more, you can keep. Okay, in. yeah, I'll just keep interrupting. <laughs> okay, Cole, what do you got for us? Um, well, mine I feel like is a little clickbaity, but I'm always a sucker for a good clickbaity uh, phrase. So mine would be, "You are actually a worse person than other people think that you are." And the reason you're a worse person. Than other people think you are. Yeah. Okay. So it's like, I wish that I was as selfish as someone perceived me to be, because that would mean I'm a lot less selfish than I actually am. Oh, that's good. Mm -hmm. Um, My reason for saying that is because I feel like everyone has the desire to be kind of like a generally good person. Mm -hmm. And so when we go into like a disagreement or we go into any sort of like situation Mm -hmm. where just... uh, yeah, someone might be challenging what we perceive to be true of ourselves. Mm-hmm. We come in swinging and we come in really aggressive and no, no good fruit will ever come from that, from a conversation like that. Mm-hmm. And so I think like if you were just like, oh yeah, I know more of the selfish thoughts I have, selfish desires that I have than this other person does. It almost just frees you to like love them more because you're not, not so concerned with trying to defend this like, good moralism that you have mm. going on this public perception and so yeah which also i mean just carries over a ton into christianity as well because it's just like if you actually see your depravity um yeah it's just a lot i feel like you you just see jesus as better than if you don't really think you need him sure of course mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so what makes you say that why is that important to you yeah uh i feel like in my uh, so I didn't really grow up in a 
really Christian home. Like we never went to church or anything like that. And so it, uh, but there was always just kind of in the Midwestern culture, this like, yeah, you should be like a good person, have good manners, you know, Mm -hmm. don't talk as much, which was always something I needed to be told because never really had much of an issue talking. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was just like, oh yeah, if you do that, then things will be okay. But then once I, I felt like, uh, once I came to college, it was really hard to build good relationships with people because you're almost basing it off of you never have any disagreements then. You know, it's like, I'm never going to wrong this person. Like you're expecting to never do that because mm-hmm. you're just trying so hard to be like a good person. When the reality is like, oh, you're definitely gonna hurt people. You always will because we're sinful, mm-hmm. you know? And so it's just like, if I accept that, I can actually work on growing in God's grace and trying to love other people well, rather than being so inwardly focused on trying to like, yeah, make sure other people think well of me, which is just a lot of pressure that, you know, we end up taking ourselves really seriously then. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, we shouldn't be taking ourselves as seriously as I think we do a lot of the time. Sure. Mm-hmm. So great. Yes. Any pushback? you got anything else any other any other messages you want the world to hear uh if it was a fun one here's what i'd say quirky a little quirky one yeah Uh um in college people will always find a reason to not do something you should go on road trips with your friends all right your school can wait you will literally never have another time like this people want to like rush to graduate early people want to rush to do whatever it's like you should just enjoy this time. Mm-hmm. Go on road trips to weird places. Don't plan it because it's a lot more fun if you don't plan it. Sounds a little reckless. Sounds a little reckless, but it's fun. You, you'll never have an, you have no responsibility right now. Yeah, you're right. Just go and do something like that. Go somewhere mm-hmm. like far. What, what did you do? Did you do something like that? Uh, yeah, I've been on a couple of trips like that. Uh, so sophomore year was of college is probably one of my first real trips like that where we didn't plan anything. And I went with uh, Austin Claver who works here. Mm-hmm and Jake Kennett and Micah Bang, and we went out to Utah, and it was like this super random thing that got planned, and or not really planned, but just like two weeks before we left, it was mm-hmm. like, oh, sweet, we're gonna go do this. And we had we never planned a camping spot, and we also never, so it ended up being like way cheaper. Like we, you were able to camp on just random like public ground in mm-hmm. Utah, and one night we camped at this place, and we woke up, because we set up our tent at night, and we woke up, and they were just like, <laughs> like shotgun shells all around us. Cause I guess we were camping in like some sort of a shooting range or oh, something. Nice. Yeah. And so that was, you know, and Utah, I guess doesn't have super uh, strict gun laws. So it was oh a little gosh. bit of danger. Yeah. A little, little danger, danger, a little danger, but you know, good for the story. Dangerous. Good for the stories. Yeah. So do, do that stuff. It's very fun. Nice. Mm-hmm. That's good stuff. Mm-hmm. Any pushback? <laughs> I feel like that's like an ad directly at me. Ad directly at Actually, you? one no, time I did miss out on one of those trips, but it's because I yeah. was taking prereqs. So if you mm. have prereqs, it's okay if you say no. Prereqs? Why are prereqs any different? So that you can oh. finish your degree. Mm-hmm. Like prereqs in, oh, in, I see. in class. Well, he's not saying skip the, like every class. Yeah, yeah. Like you can, you can yeah. wait to study and stuff. Like you yeah. have time. Unless missing the class means you're going to fail it. Then it's okay. Then, then go it's, to class, then it's, kids. Yeah, then no. go to class. <laughs> Don't but. let Cole's advice yeah. make you feel Sabotage mm-hmm. <laughs> your college career. Yes. But go on fun trips. Mm-hmm. That's true. Anything else? Um, Nothing good happens after 1030. That's true. Wise advice that Mikey has told me before. <laughs> um, 
Did I say 1030? That seems like know. a really maybe specific 11, time. Maybe 11, maybe 11 or something. I don't know. No, it's like, like keep pushing it back later. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing good happens after 4 a.m. <laughs> well, that's for dang. Yeah. So, yeah, man. It's uh, good advice. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah. I gave it to you, so it's good advice. <laughs> well, are you guys curious what I would say? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, Here's don't, what I would say. Don't say Bitcoin. Invest no, in I'll Dogecoin. No, I'll say that later. No, I'll, <laughs> say that, I'll save that for later. <laughs> If I could tell every college student in the world one thing, I would tell them, and it's cliche, but the world does not revolve around you. Mm. Let that's them know. Really, Let them know. That's, that's, a, good, a, really that's a good word, Mike. Nice way to say it. Here's my harsh way of saying it. You're a narcissist. Ooh. Straight up. You are in love with yourself. Hmm. Probably. There's obviously exceptions, and if, if you hear me say that and... You think I'm stupid and, and it doesn't apply to you, whatever. But <laughs> most likely, especially young college students, they really like themselves. Mm. And um, I just think that's one of the most toxic things you can do to yourself is to really love yourself. And when I say that, I'm not saying you need, you need to be a self-hater <laughs> or, you know, like like tell yourself you're ugly. That's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> that's like what C.S. Lewis says, like the opposite of humility. That's actually like a form of pride. And that's just proving the point that you like really like yourself because you're hmm. thinking about yourself constantly. Yeah, you're thinking yeah. about yourself too much. Stop thinking about yourself so much. Um, and the reason I say that is because, dude, if you came across me as a freshman or sophomore, <laughs> I was a mess. I loved hmm. myself. And you could, you could tell it probably by a million different ways. Just like the way I handled myself at salt company it's like i just want everybody to look at me hmm. it's super long hair nothing against long hair you know a lot of stuff i say on here might sound like i'm like condemning people who <laughs> do these things i'm not i'm just saying for myself mm-hmm. it was, it's all about the heart it's all about why mm-hmm. you do the things you do and it's like if you if you have long hair because you're from california and you grew up like that and and it's part of your, the culture the surf culture you came up in whatever that's great for me, it wasn't about that. It's like, I want everybody to look at me. And um, like my social media, which I, I talk about probably on every episode of this <laughs> podcast, it's like, well, I had to delete it before I went to China or East Asia, sorry. Oof. Uh, <laughs> and, gotta, gotta edit that out. Yeah, I don't know how to edit stuff. Anyways, uh, <laughs> I had to delete it and you know, I thought it was going to be like really tough, but then when I was there, I ended up having just this amazing time where I was distraction free and I was thinking clearly and, and all this stuff. And, but before I deleted it, I looked back through it and I was like, and it sounds so stupid of me to say right now, but I was like, I thought I looked good in every picture hmm. and uh, I thought all my captions were like funny and I thought I, you know, I had enough likes based on how many followers I had or whatever, the stupidest stuff. And, um, actually one thing that I think is really interesting is I, th- I think this happened to me once. Like somebody pulled up a picture that I posted in a group of my friends and they were like, look at this. And I- I'm there, you know? <laughs> and I felt really embarrassed. But I was like, why do I feel embarrassed about something I published for the world to see? What do you mean they, they just like pulled they po- it up? Pulled so up like, a picture you had posted? Yeah, like... And they were like, oh my gosh, Mikey. They're like on. scrolling through and then they come across my page, something I posted. 
Yeah. Probably like a mirror selfie or something. Okay. Stupid. That's kind of cool though. Yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> and they're like this. And they're Any like, pushback? You know, my friends are like, <laughs> look at this. And I felt so mm. embarrassed. And then I thought, think about the pictures people post. Mm-hmm. That like, like for example, say we're at Salt Company and we threw it up on the big screen. They would feel so embarrassed. Mm. Yeah. Like maybe, like say I posted a, a picture at my lake house in a swimsuit or something. And that got thrown up on the, which people do all the time, by the way. Mm-hmm. That got thrown up on the screen. I'd be mortified. Mm-hmm. I'd be so embarrassed. But why do we do that? Now I'm asking myself this. Why do I do that for the world to see? It's just, it's just strange. I don't mm-hmm. know. Because it's like a popularity contest and it's all fake because you're showing people the best parts of your life. <laughs> and I don't know. So how did I get on that topic? I, it was just obvious that I liked myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I'd say everybody's default is narcissism. Hmm like really liking themselves. Why do you think that is? Uh, actually, I was talking about my D group today. I was like, cause we offer gospel 101. <laughs> and I was like, I think <laughs> if you offered the class flesh 101, <laughs> the starting point is you really care about yourself. Maybe not, you know, Chandler, maybe you'd have, you'd have different uh, theological, <laughs> like <laughs> honestly, maybe you'd push back on that a little bit, which is fine. But I think, most of our problems and a lot of the sin, at least in my life and especially in the world, is like mm-hmm. because people care about themselves too much. Hmm. Do you have any pushback? I mean, no, not really. Like, I just, I think that's true. Kind of like you just see that we have made ourselves to be God, if you will. That exactly. We, we are the own idols of our life and just carry, I don't know, kind of, yeah, think that the world either revolves around us or that everyone else should and live mm-hmm. accordingly. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. And yeah, I mean, just like if even take my house, for example, I have a wife, a dog and a cat. I don't know if I told everybody. Yeah, I think I did last episode. I think I had a cat. I have a cat now. What's your cat's name? Iron Will. Mm. Based off the Disney movie. Look it up. Will Stoneman. That's how he calls it. (laughs) (laughs) And my house would be a much worse place if I, and oftentimes I do, but if I thought, yeah, every, everything about this house is, is to serve me and it's about me. Hmm. Uh, if Jenny always did the dishes, if she always took the dog on a walk or, hmm. you know, that kind of stuff, like, like people around me would suffer if I embraced that, that view of myself hmm. and, you know, people do suffer because of our pride and our, our love for ourselves. So, you know, how do you combat that? It's, I mean, there's surface level things like stop doing things to draw attention to yourself, Mm -hmm. Hmm. which actually somebody pointed out to me the other day was like, that's actually what modesty is. They're like, modesty is not Mm -hmm. just wear clothes that cover your skin. Modesty is like a lifestyle of saying, I actually don't want to draw the attention of myself. I want to, I want to serve other people and and put it on Hmm. things that actually matter. Um, so there's surface level things you can do to not be a narcissist. Like, I don't know. Just don't actually, I don't even, I don't know if I want to say that. I don't want to put anything on people to make them feel bad. So there are things you can do, but also at the end of the day, I think it's just serve other people. Mm -hmm. Look to Jesus Christ. What did he do? He didn't come to be served. He didn't come to be anything spectacular, even though he was 
literally the most spectacular man to ever live. Mm. And he just was quiet and mm. loved people, listened to them, like, I don't know, walked around with his friends. And he wasn't telling... Like, he would perform the greatest miracle. Like, name the 50 craziest things that have ever happened in the history of the world. Jesus did them all. <laughs> and he's never, like, tooting his own horn about it. You know uh-huh. what I mean? So, I don't know. Just, uh, I think, if I could sum it up. Life's not about you. It's about other people. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a good word, man. Yep. Yeah. Hey, thanks, yep. guys. What do, you, what do you guys think about what I said? You think it's pretty good? <laughs> Get it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here's my next one. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's about time to where we could start. I, I want to talk about Bitcoin. <laughs> oh, oh, my no. God. I'm kidding. I got to go. <laughs> uh, invest in Bitcoin. What's, what's today? February 22nd, 2021. Mark that on your calendars, boys and girls. Bitcoin is going to be worth a lot of money. I'll just leave it at that. I'm already bored. Wait, it, what if it's already worth a lot of money? I'm already bored. It's going to be worth a lot more. Because it could be worth literally $30,000 less and still be worth a lot of money. Okay, it's. I'm saying it's going to go... It's going to be $100,000 by the end of the year. Wow. Write it down. Email me <clears throat> if it's not. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'll send a reminder. <laughs> um, you guys reading any good books? Hmm. Chandler, I know you are. How many, how many books do you read a year? hundred? I don't, I don't know. I don't track them. More? I'd say more, yeah. How many books do you read? You read them all the way through? Yes. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I have a number of books that I'll start and then I'll put down and come back to them because I get distracted and find a better book to read. Mm-hmm. Um, not to discount those, but just like I'll come around back to them. What are your mm-hmm. favorite kind of books? Uh, I love the Puritans, man. They just have like a lot of great works that... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that you can just really dive deep into. And they're like, you know, from like the 17th century. But these are books that still like speak to your soul on just a level where it's like expounding upon God's word. And you're like, you know, you're reading like the mortification of sin by John Owen. And you're like, man, this guy, like he sounds like he is literally like writing this book in our day and age because of just how hard it hits to like, you know, like making promises to God that you'll never sin again. Mm. And like the foolishness of that, um, just kind of like as we try to cope and struggle with it. Um, but just, yeah, timeless classics. So hmm. yeah, right now I'm reading the doctrine <laughs> of repentance, um, by Thomas Watson. Great book. Hmm. Good. You're a good reader. Mm-hmm. You're a good boy. <laughs> You're, a good <laughs> good boy. You're a good boy. You're a good boy. Yeah. If anyone needs any book racks, go to, go to Chandler. Not. Yeah. Cole or I. Not Taylor I. <laughs> so you guys aren't reading any good books? No, I'm reading. I'm kind of, uh, well, since we do VST, like Taylor mentioned earlier, I feel like a lot of my time is mm-hmm. consumed with reading for that. Mm-hmm. But when I'm not doing reading for that, I'm reading The Cost of Discipleship right now by Dietrich Bonhoeffer, which might actually end up being one of my favorite books I've read. So he pretty much just breaks it down like the grace you receive is free but your new life looks different than it did. And he's kind of just like, he has this quote in there that I thought was really cool where he was like, costly grace, or uh, sorry, cheap grace means the justification of sin without the justification of the sinner. So pretty much just Mm -hmm. being like, if you're just shooting for forgiveness of your sins, but not actually like that you would be a new just a, a new life that you'd have a new life. Like mm-hmm. you're settling mm-hmm. for something less. So that's been really cool. Love that book. Only like partway through it. He's a cool dude. I'm also rereading 
The Great Divorce by C.S. Lewis right now, mm-hmm. which is which I've been doing for a little bit. But it's the, I've never read a book twice before, but I am reading this book twice. It's my nice. favorite book I've ever read. C.S. Lewis is a very fun man for me to read. And yeah, I know. It was either that or the Twilight books, but I figured that, <laughs> the might, Twilight not, books? that might not roll <laughs> too well in this culture. So yeah, I'll save that for later. Well, you, T.T. Tay-Tay. I am, uh, I'm flirting around with <laughs> Wonderful Works of God by Herman mm. Bavink. Oh my gosh, Taylor, wow. really? A little I light am. reading. <laughs> <laughs> flirting around, but I'm saying flirting around because I'm not committing. I'm not, it's not what I open up every single day, but. Oh, that's also, great. You don't got to put the pressure on yourself. If you yeah. open the book, you got to finish the whole thing. And then if I say, hey, I'm reading it and you guys follow up in about a month and you're like, did you finish it? Then I have to answer no. But if I say I'm flirting around with it, then and it you doesn't guys, matter. Yeah, you guys follow up. You're not gonna. We can't get mad at you. You've yeah. not defined the relationship. Yeah, right? we have a yeah, DTR. That's true. that's true. Talk to me about that later. Oh gosh. Yeah, maybe we can ask Taylor about that later. Her thing. Maybe. Huh? <laughs> no, nah, we don't have to worry about it. No. Huh? The tabloid. Oh no, not the gossip tabloid. <laughs> It's a great idea. Uh, if anybody wants to hear about it, let me know. Um, and it's not actually gossip. It's clickbait. Anyways. So anyways, Herman Bobbing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just, I wanted to start reading books that wouldn't disappoint Dr. Dodge. And I told him this. <laughs> I did tell him this. I did talk to him about this. So I feel like I can share it with you all. Nice. Um, I started a list that said, you know, books that won't disappoint or embarrass Dr. Dodge as my pastor and as my professor. And that was at the top of the list. So that's Mm. a great idea. It's very good. It's a great book. Hmm. Yeah. That's a good word, Taylor. (laughs) Yeah. You guys should all get that and read it. It actually is so good. It's like the simple man's book for all the wonderful things about God. Nice. Simple man, systematic theology, but (laughs) not so simple. But it like hypes up God. I just like want to read a book. You thrive on hype. I love hype. Like, yeah. I just want to read about how hype God is. And mm. this book does that every chapter. You know you're going to get some good content. The chapters are also a little short. The language is beautiful. I love I love stunning language. Mm. Good job, Herman. You actually helped get me into what I'm reading now, which is Harry Potter. Yep, you're welcome. It's the first time. It's good. Amazing. Mm. It's great stories. And I'm really enjoying it. Mm-hmm. How far are you? I'm in the second book. Nice. First book. Yeah, it was, it was a really good book. How mm-hmm. does it compare to uh, The Lord of the Rings? Since I know we have kind Way of a Like a thousand crowd. times better. Wow, mm-hmm. man. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and people can get mad at me. I would probably won't. agree. I, I've never read the books. I've, read the I've never one. read Lord of the Rings, but it's way better. <laughs> Just the movies are more. I'm more Somebody's going to get real mad at how we're poo-pooing on Lord <laughs> of the Rings for Harry Potter, but guess what? We'll poo-poo I don't, away. I don't care. Yeah. I would like to exclude myself from this. Yeah. I disagree. Yeah, you can remove yourself. But <laughs> the dialogue, so, yeah. the action, it's fast-paced, it's easy to read, hmm. and one in every ten words isn't the word green because it's describing <laughs> trees. That's what ticked me off so much about Lord of the Rings. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. All right, I got one last question before we close her out here. And you don't have a lot of time to think about it. I want it to be fast. Oh, wow. Shoot. What should the listener do today? It could be anything. What should the listener of the podcast right now, what's something they should do today? Go. Oh, geez. Uh, they should take a nap. Okay. Repent and believe for the kingdom is at hand. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I'm serious. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Repent and believe. <laughs> We're yep. about on the same wavelength there, Chandler and I are. I have another Puritan good. quote if we have time. Sorry. No time. Um, no time. <laughs> 
read your Bible and go have fun. Do something super fun today. Like Do what? something like um, go to Cedar Rapids. <laughs> <laughs> What, what were you, no, what were no. you doing in Cedar Rapids? Well, one day I was really bored, and uh, me and my friends we went to Cedar Rapids and saw the sights. It was actually pretty fun. But go That's on a cool. little, go on a little quick day trip. Think mm. outside the box. Do something you've been waiting to do. Go to Sky Zone. Sky Zone. Yeah, just interesting. Yeah, cool. just do something fun. Hmm. I say everybody should drink more water than they're planning on drinking today. Dude, you're so right on that. That's, That's so good that for you. Good. That's good, good word. Chan, close us out with your last quote here. Wait, and I oh, have one more list. <laughs> I have one more megaphone thing. Okay. One. Yeah, That's yeah. it. All right, you go then, Chandler. Okay, because Chandler should close I do, I do. It's heavy. It's good, okay. though. Um, megaphone thing. I've been thinking about it this whole time. Make a hit list of friends. Like, you come to college. <laughs> a hit list? Yeah. The friends but, you want to cut out. <laughs> no, <laughs> but gone. the kind of hit list of, like, that's those are the friendships you want. Like, mm. I just, I'm not sure of an appropriate word for list. Wait, what do you that, mean? So, you're saying so you come to like college. characteristics of them? No, you come to college. You want to make friends. You're afraid. You're intimidated. You don't know. You don't know how to make people want to be your friend. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Make a list of people you want to be friends with mm-hmm. and, you know, find a buddy, brainstorm. I did this. I did this my freshman year. Still friends with all of these people to this day. Well, most of them. And you just sit there and you make a list of all the people you want to be buddies with. Boom. You go out. You recruit them. You have to be straightforward. I want to be friends with you. You tell them you have a sure. friend crush on them. Sparks. Hmm. You're friends with them. So do you mean like specific people or like kinds of people? Specific people. If you mm. come and you're like, I'm really nervous to talk to these people mm. or I'm really nervous that this person's in my class. I want to be friends with them. You have to just make a list of people you want to be friends with, invite them all to dinner <laughs> and be friends with them. Wow, Taylor. So you tell them you have friend crushes on them? Yeah. I, and that goes over pretty well for Yeah, you. I did that recently. How do you think a guy could translate yeah, that? Yeah, because I was going to say, that's mm. a great idea for a girl. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, <laughs> just, okay, okay, yeah. okay. Practice a little bit of intentionality. You don't have to get all warm and fuzzy if yeah. that's not your vibe, but be intentional. You want to be friends with that person? Hmm. Go hang out with them. Yeah, that's a, basically you need 10 seconds of courage to just go start the conversation why is that funny isn't that a dating thing no, no, isn't that from that movie we bought a zoo oh my gosh <laughs> yes that's what i don't I, know i've never seen that movie <laughs> yes it's like it, it the movie anyways mikey actually just to. quotes movies the whole time yeah yeah so anyways ha- find 10 seconds of courage yes say hi to him and also this folks if you go to church meet somebody new mm, or you yes. go to salt you yeah. got to meet somebody new. If you just go and you don't meet anybody new, what are you doing? Yeah. That's true. Because it, think about this. We have, what, 100 liters, something like that. We got mm-hmm. 300 people coming to Salt. Yeah. It would take approximately three weeks. Mm-hmm. No, two weeks. If if every single one of our leaders met somebody new, hmm. to give it two or three weeks, every single person in Salt Company knows somebody there, which is huge. We miss out big time when people come in, hmm. sit by themselves, and then leave. And uh, I know it's it's fun and easy to see your friends and stuff, but you know, what if you viewed it as like it's like go time? It's totally. you, you have mm-hmm. a goal of I'm gonna meet one person. That bar is super low. Anybody can do that. Well, and two, it's like every one of your friends now is someone who you didn't know at one point. Totally. So I feel like there's always that like, oh, I don't know them. It's like no, that's yeah, it's stupid to like go Thanks, in as Taylor. a freshman, <laughs> be willing to meet everybody. And, and have all these friends and then you're just like, all right, I got them yeah. and I'm not going to work hard at it anymore. <laughs> you got to keep freshman year you alive. That's true. Freshman year energy. 
Well, <laughs> yeah, I like the phrase that we always like always look for the guy or the girl in the corner. Yep. And like, yeah, it's so sweet. Just look for the people that like, mm-hmm. yeah, are out of place. And if you are a person that is out of place, I guess that was definitely me. Like, I don't know, be mm. bold, be brave. Just literally say hi to like one person. Hmm. Even if it's weird, and if it's weird, you can oh, yeah. just address it, and and that usually goes over well. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, sorry, that was weird. weird. I just said that. They laugh. It's a great sure. Yeah, great you're really breaker. good at that. At meeting people, <laughs> seriously. No, seriously. Yeah. You're like extremely no. good at making people feel welcomed, meeting new people. Oh my gosh, thank you for the. Remember app. we went to uh, what's the uh, what's the, the beach, beach we went to? FW Kit. Yeah, was that what it was? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and oh, yeah. Uh, we went to this beach, and these young girls are just flocking to Taylor because she's just, I don't know. Not jumping on tubes. Everyone else was busy and yeah, we were getting and their defense. harassed by the <laughs> We're doing a lot of fun stuff guards. and I don't know, this girl pulled me in, you know, she said she got a llama for her birthday. I was trying to figure out if it was like a yeah. real rented llama or like a stuffed animal. And I thought you said lawnmower. No, a llama. Okay. Like the animal, yeah. Yeah, and, and it was a real one. So anyways, wow. I got, I got, I got drawn in. I got drawn in. Wow. But powerful friends yeah i know i kind of wanted to be at that birthday <laughs> i know hopefully we see her again this summer chandler take us home what do you got all right i moved to a shorter one but um just the grace and the joy that is repentance so <laughs> Taylor's laughing at me but no i'm not it is, supporting it's, you it's beautiful okay um so just unlike delaying repentance and why we shouldn't do it um a quote from richard baxter the longer you delay it the more your sin gets strength and is rooting if you cannot bend a twig, how will you be able to bend it when it is a tree? Just like mm. the joy of being able to like actually face our sins, not tomorrow, but today and like repent from them and receive the grace that God has uh, promised to give us. Like first John right there. So mm. love that. Thanks guys for all the listeners. If you want to hang out with these groovy cats, come hang see them at us. salt company. Yeah. Message me on Facebook. <laughs> Add me on MySpace. Follow me on Instagram. <laughs> all right. There you go. <laughs> Thanks guys. Peace out folks. Well, there you have it, folks. Hope you guys enjoyed getting to know our three residents a little bit. They are great. They are spunky, funny, nice, godly young people. Get to know them if you don't know them. Besides that, I don't got anything else for you. We love you guys. Peace out.